Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. On today's program, David will be teaching from his Bible study on Philippians. In chapter 3 of Philippians, Paul says, Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forward, to those things which are in front, I press toward the mark, for the prize, of the high calling of God, in Christ Jesus. Aged 90, David is not living in the past, but in the future. In the future of his ministry, and beyond that, to when, together, we will meet the Lord in the kingdom. Like Paul, he is looking forward, to the coming of Christ. Therefore, Paul continues in Philippians 4, verse 1. My brethren, whom I love, and long for, my joy, and crown, stand fast in the Lord. This question of standing fast, is a reminder, that despite our weaknesses, we must remain true to our faith. Now before David ministers, we want to thank you, for supporting our ministry in prayer, and finance. Daily, we are preaching the gospel in person, and online. And our team in Ukraine, continue to provide humanitarian, and spiritual aid. To see our projects in action, visit, eurovision.org.uk. Now, here's David, preaching from Philippians. Let me pick up from where I left off last time. Um, I finished in uh, Philippians chapter 3, where Paul is saying, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are in front, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And very much uh, at my age, um, I, I want to reassure people that I'm not looking into the past. There is a, a, a danger for people once they get past 70, <laughs> that's a long time ago for me, that they tend to live in the past. But for me, I'm not living in the past, I'm living in the future in two senses. One is I'm living in the future of my ministry because I believe that I'm in a a, a new phase of my ministry, and I'm enjoying it and looking forward to it. But also, beyond that, um, when Paul says he's not looking back, it's because, yes, he was in prison. He was looking forward to when you'd meet the Lord in the kingdom. And that's the sense here uh, that we are looking forward to the coming of Christ. Now, you'll see that as I proceed a little bit further into chapter 4 on this. Um, we end chapter 3 with uh, a condemnation, actually, and it's a condemnation of those who are preaching the gospel for the wrong reason. Verse 17, brethren, be followers together of me and mark those who walk so that you have us for an example. For many walk, and this is spiritual walk, come on, this is Christian life, for many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now even tell you weeping, and this is really quite concern, um, 
that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Now, this is something actually very strong that he's saying that, um, yes, I mean, to say that people who are Christian and are, in this case, I believe, teachers and leaders, and if Paul says that he's saying this with tears, with weeping, he's very concerned that they're the enemies of the cross of Christ, and their end is destruction. And Paul puts it very bluntly, their God is their belly, in other words, their love of food, and their glory is in their shame. In fact, they're not, it's basically, there's no repentance or shame in what they're doing. Um, their mind is on earthly things. Whereas Paul says, our conversation is in heaven because we're looking for the Lord, the Savior, who at his coming will change us. And Paul is very expressive. I find him extremely expressive because the way he puts it, I'm talking from the authorized version, of course, where he says that um, we're looking for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ who will change our vile body that it may fashioned under his glorious body. Uh, it's in the sense, when he says vile body, it, it is much more a sense of a fallible, weak body that is subject to weakness and temptation. And let's, let's be honest, we have to admit that all of us at some time can be subject to temptation. We can be subject to uh, the influence of the devil, uh, I mean, in the uh, newer translation that I, I have in front of me, it says we await a saviour from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies. So whereas in the authorised version it says vile, in the new translation it says lowly bodies because yeah we're subject we're subject to sickness we're subject to death you, you think of all the problems we got in our present bodies <laughs> we're subject to temptations of course we are that the body is subject to temptation come on let's not hide the fact we're subject to weaknesses sicknesses hunger and thirst and <laughs> all the other things but when we receive a heavenly body it will be a resurrection body which will be absolutely free from all these limitations. Right enough of that. He goes on to say in chapter 4, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord. Now, this whole question of standing fast is a reminder that we must remain true to our faith. And it's quite interesting that, um, uh, as you know, I've been working in the former Soviet Union for 60 years, 
30 years under communism and 30 years under the freedom. And what I discovered was that um, in those days uh, under communism from 1961 onwards, that the underground church tended to be, I'm not going to say necessarily purer, but I'm going to say that because of persecution, they didn't face the same problems that we have today because uh, they simply, as it says in Revelation, held fast to what they had. And I was so conscious of this that when other people tended to go into the Soviet Union and, and, and think that uh, we have everything in the West, and the, the attitude was, certainly amongst some Americans, uh, the attitude was very much, we've got so much here in the West, come on, you need to get what we've got. But yet I saw the exact opposite because I actually learned more from the persecuted church and realized that they had a depth of faith that we didn't have in the West that it's so easy to be a Christian and we want to be surrounded by so many things, I'll come to this in a moment, that we don't have to have that depth of faith. But it's coming back because even our government is recognizing the persecution. They've even set up one of our, our, our members of parliament uh, that I know personally. She, she is the government representative to deal with persecution of Christians. And it's when you're persecuted, it's the test of your faith. You either hold fast or you let go. And so I learned so much and I think it's helped to make me who I am, what I learned from the persecuted church. Do you want the fire of God? That Pentecost experience will only come for one purpose, that you might glorify the name of Jesus. Prophetic Vision magazine is the teaching ministry of David Hathaway. Request your free copy and let God show you the path to revival in your life and your nation. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash contact. You can learn how to apply the power of faith in your life through David's Hathaway's two new teaching books, A Faith Beyond and Power Your Inheritance. Through these books, you will discover that with God, all things are possible. Order these books today. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.